It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite uncle, Silk. It's Dan. And Delatory. Top of the top, beautiful Monday morning, uh, same corner, same time, in all kinds of weather. Y'all know the vibes. What's up with it, guys? How much? Uh, uh, first, quick thank you to everybody. Uh, I think everybody knew I talked about it last week, have a, a medical emergency in the family. So I uh, thank you for your prayers. Um, let's share more as as time comes and, and that that need comes up to, to share more. But I appreciate all those uh, that did uh, that did reach out. But um, had a great weekend in Nashville. Boys was up there for a show on Thursday. Um, I've learned I've been in Nashville a bunch. Still go gonna go a bunch for work and all that kind of stuff but uh you know three four nights in nashville just don't uh don't bounce back the same i used to ah man the the bender days is winding down nick like i don't know that they are listen listen this is a time though this this is a typical monday morning uh pre pre-written statement that you say that you read this is like when you're getting canceled and the yeah, brands yeah. are about to pull the pull their money out and you're like all right let me just go read this again uh and then you read the like, preamble uh, but then the weekend comes a little time passes people move on they forget about what yeah. you've done you forget about the pain of monday morning mm-hmm. um yeah. and that new tiesto is coming out and and there's a and there's a you know a, another rave to be had so I don't believe for a second that Dan is hanging up his dancing boots or his uh, binge boots. Speaking of Tiesto, he's going to be here in Tampa the day after Gasparilla. Me I read him like a book. I got read him like a foresight to know. You cannot have about Gasparilla, Gasparilla one day and then have Tiesto the next day. Absurd. Read but him there will be people like that do that. And shout out to those people. Hey, while y'all are here, make sure y'all like that button. All Hit that like button all show. It don't cost nothing to show love. Tap it, tap it, tap yep. it. Hit the like, hit subscribe. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, let's see. Uh, we will talk about FSU. Uh, we will talk about the college football playoff. We'll talk about the transfer portal, coaching changes, all that kind of stuff. But before we bounce, uh, Nick Silk, you guys have a good weekend. Nick, I know you've been working hard creating DB boards. No, man, this this time of year sucks, bro. I'm over it. <laughs> Oh, Dan's a Dan's an asshole, man. A little bit. No, I mean it's true. He is. Every time I go to Gators Online, everybody's like, "Nick, when's your new iteration of the DB board coming out?" I haven't done DB a board is nasty board. work. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I haven't done a single DB board yet. This, this, I mean, this time of year is just DB so, board. 
Oh, <coughs> I did that whatever, one. You know. Chris Rump's off to Clemson. So this staff yeah, continues so Matt to Luke is off to Clemson as well. Yeah. Two good hires. I mean, I get like on paper at least for them. Sure. I'm saying the same names regurgitated over and over. I wasn't excited when I saw Chris Rump's name. I rocks the with him. Shaker? But, uh-huh. The Rump the Shaker. Rump yeah, shout out to the Rump Shaker. Pause. But I wasn't I wasn't excited when I seen that name. I don't I don't know why. I liked uh Elijah Robinson. He has the job at Syracuse now. So that is what it is. But my weekend was all right. It was solid. I did a lot of just watching conference championship football. Uh, a lot of good games. Florida State demise happened right before my very eyes. So got to enjoy that. That was a pleasure. Uh, it's just been family, man. Working out, chilling, enjoying the nice break in the weather. It's fall, heading into winter. Beautiful. That's it. Kicking uh, it. I wonder. I wonder how many Georgia players will stay for the Orange Bowl. Because um, if it's like the Georgia that played in Jacksonville or the Georgia that played in any of their first thirteen games, they're gonna smoke that FSU team. Well, FSU is not gonna fully show up either. I don't think. While well, I understand Burst, what you're saying. sits out. I think uh, Keon Coleman sits out. Fisk probably sits out. Like most of those guys are going to sit out, man. Georgia's two and three deep is still what it is. So yeah, I still expect just, the whole race. I was talking to uh, uh, I'm in a group chat with a, a couple of buddies, and one of them went to UGA. He was talking about that game and how many players might sit out. I said, you know, the one thing about that though is like the when Georgia players sit out, there's like another five star. That's going to be like an all American next right. year that nobody's ever heard of or doesn't remember the name of. So uh, that'll be an interesting game uh, as a whole. But uh, but watching FSU fans, what are they? Uh, collusion, uh, <laughs> threatening lawsuits, uh, threatening to leave the ACC uh, because they play games. Uh, on I saw I saw one. <clears throat> let me see if I let me see if I saved. I saw I one from useless lawsuits like. Hyping the people. Like, we know we're not going to win. We just want discovery. I'm like, that's not how lawsuits work. Oh, it made my day, man. Seeing all these um, Twitter timeline attorneys uh, start talking about the the lawsuits they're going to file. It's just tears, tears amongst tears, man. I thought our fan base was nuts, but I got to see some crazy Florida State fans yesterday, like threatening lives of the message board saying, "Pull up the committee's family address and." It got ugly, man. Couldn't happen to a better fan base, in my opinion. Danny Cannell, he's still crying tears, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Stayed up all night. I love it. And listen, I, I you know, Both I don't want to get into make deserving. It. I, you know, I don't want to get I, – I see that um, Nathaniel Rodgers, they're a big fan of the uh, the program. Appreciate your, your response there. Uh, about deserving, um, you know, I, I'm not on the college football committee. I'm not the one that determines what the criteria is. But I think if you're looking at what the best four teams are right now – I think that they got the best four uh, right now. Even if they went to, like, Georgia for the, the fourth, Florida State just not in the top four. I understand people saying they deserve. You win out. You can say you deserve. I understand all that conference mm-hmm. championships, but that's not the criteria. Um, you have that weak schedule. You didn't blow anybody out. Some of those games, even when Jordan Travis got hurt, you guys were down 13-zip to a, a, a inferior North opponent. Alabama, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, Alabama. But it's the four best teams, bro. Like, and Florida State is not the four best team. Had they had Jordan Travis there in that conversation for sure. But down the scratch, you couldn't get the ball to Keon Coleman. 
Are you running wildcat offense to to squeak out a win versus Louisville? It's just not one of the four best teams right now, and that's fine. Um, I'm glad you guys got hosed. Made my weekend. <laughs> it um once once Travis went down, I just didn't see um the committee putting them in. Uh, it's a different team. It's unfortunate for Travis um, that he went down. Unfortunate for Florida State, but uh, you can say deserving, but then like, yeah, cool. TCU was deserving to catch those hands last year too. Uh, like mm-hmm. you could have put somebody else in last year over a deserving TCU. Um, Florida State, great season. Beat all thirteen teams they put in front of you. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, you lost the reason why you were that good, at least on offense. Yeah. And I mean, who knows? The Cooley Matrix poll might come out at the end of the season and, you know, crown them as champions and just hey, like baby. join join UCF, baby. Join UCF. No. Um, so, yeah. So and then Jonathan Reed, I think you're an FSU fan. You know, your team is pathetic when you glee in others misery. Absolutely know that FSU fans would do the exact same thing about the Florida Gators, whether they had 10 wins or zero wins. So um, let us have. Our cake, we will also eat our cake too. So let's get into uh, the show. As always, this show is presented by the Gatorverse. Go visit Gatorverse.io if you are looking to support NIL initiatives at the University of Florida. Uh, They they have a number of football players, basketball players, uh, women's basketball players, uh, gymnastics, uh, volleyball, a number of other sports being added as well. So go support them, both digital and physical collectibles that you can get on Gatorverse.io. You'll also get discounts uh, around the city of Gainesville when you go visit. So again, Gatorverse.io. And if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button, super chat for uh, us to answer your questions. So last week, last Monday, uh, the Gators announced that they would be moving on uh, from Corey Raymond and Sean Spencer, the DB coach and defensive line coach, respectively. Uh, Sean Spencer has since landed at Texas A&M under Mike Elko's new staff. Uh, Gentlemen, want to get your thoughts. Uh, I know I did a a quick pop-up last Monday, but I want to get your thoughts on the uh, the move. By the way. Thanks. No problem. Uh, I mean, I, I said Coach Spencer was on a hot seat, in my opinion. Uh, just looking at the the way the recruiting class was was panning out, and also just seeing the defensive line's performance could have been the Jimmy and Joes, and it, and it could have been him. But I think somebody had to fall on the sword. Um, and also, Austin Armstrong was brought in uh, and wasn't able to make the hires. He had to come in and deal with the staff that he had uh, available to him uh, coming in as a late DC. You know, Pastor Tony was let go late, so that hire was late. So I do think that Austin Armstrong need to make some hires of his own. Um, I think uh, Corey Raymond could have been mutual. Who knows? We'll see if he lands back into college football or he goes pro. But the recruiting has been down uh, with Corey Raymond. The performance on the field has been down. Like the first class he brought in, no, no doubt in my mind, is a very good class. But this class this year, you could just see the fall off in his recruiting. Uh, I know NIL is something that he's just not high on, doesn't really feel. But – like defensive side of the ball, I don't think anybody was safe. You know, um, I think everybody was on the chopping block. I think a couple other guys could probably have been fired as well. Don't want to just throw names out there, but um, I think the elephant in the room is is the offensive side of the ball. Two offensive mm-hmm. line coaches, the struggles there with recruiting. Same type of vibe that I'm talking about with with Spence. 
I don't see any difference with Rob Sell and Stapleton. I think their position group struggled as well. They were they were struggling in recruiting as well. I don't know why they're safe and Spencer's not. Um, I mean, there's no I don't think there's any way around it. Like Florida is Billy Napier is on like a hot seat next year. Uh if mm-hmm. Florida goes six and six next year, like you're gone. Um, so right. I think like Corey just said, the defensive you hired a defensive coordinator, like that's gonna be your guy. You're not gonna go three defensive coordinators in three years. So you tell your DC, hey, get guys that you mesh well with, guys that you can coach with that you think will produce a better defense next year because we need a better defense next year if if we want to have jobs in 2025. Um, so I, I think, do think it's also uh, important, Nick, sorry to cut you off. I do think it's important. I know that Austin Armstrong's young. He hasn't coached at a lot of different schools yet. Uh, but a lot of this, Austin Armstrong maybe doesn't know people. He doesn't have – a Rolodex of people. It's not just about having a Rolodex of people that he's worked with. It's similar schemes. They go to coaching conferences. They speak at events. They go work at camps, those kind of things. So even if they've not been on staff together, doesn't mean that there's Rolodex there. And there's definitely connections and other relationships that exist beyond just having coached with somebody uh, that goes beyond that. So I, I, while Austin Armstrong is young, I do think that he has access to a, a very large Rolodex as well as coaching at the University of Florida. And we'll talk about that a, a little bit more here in a minute. But coaching at the University of Florida brings a lot of prestige to it as well. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, just as a big-name school, Nick, I mean, I think it'd be hard to argue that the University of Florida doesn't bring a name recognition. Maybe it doesn't bring – maybe that's not what you're looking for in a candidate, right? Like you don't necessarily want the guy that's been at Kent State to go and say, hey, I just want to get University of Florida on my resume. But when it comes to resources, when it comes to ability, when it comes to confidence and ego, a lot of these coaches, the University of Florida can be one of those stepping programs from maybe being a DB coach into being a defense coordinator if you go and do a good job. Sure. Um, it's also, like I just said, a coaching staff that could get fired next year if they don't coach. So, like, Kurt Roper came to save Dan Mullen, uh, uh, to save Will Muschamp. And I hope he was renting and didn't buy a house because they were here for, like, eight months. Like, you're going to have to battle perception also. So, like, coaching, like, Houston's coach, Houston's head coach just got fired. It's so, like that whole coaching right. staff want to go somewhere. Um, and coaches know what it is. They know that they're going to have to move. And But, like, let's say you're talking about, like, an OC. And I know people <clears throat> talk about, like, Will Stein from, from Oregon. Why would he come to Florida? You're moving at Oregon at a school with all the resources in the world. You're going to the Big Ten next year, which is one of the two power two conferences. Um, and you're already calling plays at a mm-hmm. big school now. Like, why would you come to Florida where – if it doesn't work and you don't mesh, like you're going to be out a job and doing this again in a year. So like there is, I mean, there's at least enough interest back in October from Will Stein. Right. I mean, let's not. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Then Florida lost lost every single game they played in the month of November. Yeah. No, I get, I mean, I get it. Right. Like, and and a lot's changed probably since then, Uh, you know, but I still think when you look at the university of Florida, when you look at a lot of these guys, 
you know, if you look at most position coaches now, yes, there's a few, there's those that have been places a long time, like Corey Raymond was at LSU and everything else. But a lot of position coaches aren't at their school for three, four, five years, right? That that's just a job that they're usually moving every one, two, three years. You know, I would imagine that Florida is going to give everybody that comes here, at least it's a year contract, right? So that you get paid regardless. I don't know about the out language or whatever they might have there. And then you still have an opportunity to turn something around. I think that there's a lot that goes in having tied to a lot of football coaches. There's a lot of belief in the idea that you can turn things around. Yeah. yeah I think every, still, I mean, every coach, is, every coach right. at this level thinks that, that they can do that. Like that, like there is definitely a, Hey, why would I jump on to the Titanic with, you know, uh, a plastic child's beach bucket trying to like, keep the Titanic from sinking after it hit the iceberg. Sure. If you're but that's looking a, at that's assuming that the only way out of this is Billy Napier hitting an iceberg. Good thing we're in Florida. Trajectory is us near Newfoundland right now in cold weather. <laughs> like I still think that there's a way to navigate around hitting that iceberg and maybe, but, but I, that yeah. Broken, right. right? But, so but, like, I mean, we can, I do agree with you though, that like Florida is a big job. Like, I, I think Dan Mullen, for as much as I've said about him, I think he did Brian Johnson like a huge solid because like you're not going to get the job that he got just by being Florida's quarterbacks coach. So, like, yes, this is a job that can elevate a young coach into something else, if, if not, you know, uh, getting a promotion and, and, and being a DCOC or something like that at Florida. Sure. Um, I just think that that's those situations to me are always just fluid and, um, but yeah, to to again to your point, Dan, like those coaches think, yeah, they probably just need me doing it. Uh, they had some idiot there before, but if I'm doing it, they'll definitely be better. There's definitely some of that ego, for sure. Yeah, and and who knows, right? I mean, there's there's word on the street, there's rumors that names have already been announced, and they're just waiting for seasons and NFL seasons that they're they're already talking, recruiting with those guys. There's things that have gone around to say, hey, maybe Florida thought they had a a, a certain coach, and that coach decided not to go there's still a lot that's happening right the transfer portals today early signing days in a couple of weeks there's a lot of traction that i think happens after that contracts usually end in january i still think that there's going to be a number of moves and from people that i talk to they also believe that there's going to be a number of moves is it going to be seven people leaving staff. I, I don't think it's that many, as many as people would like. Um, but I do think that there's at least a couple of more changes that uh, that you can expect in the not too distant future. Yeah, they got to make some changes as to bring an OC in here. Um, I'm not mad at that. The Oregon thing, we know that was some contact made with uh, with Stein out there in Oregon. Uh, I think if, if, if I'm an offensive coordinator, a lot of what y'all say, I don't want to regurgitate the same takes, but you, you just got to be able to bank on yourself. And these, these contracts are, are guaranteed. Um, do those guys do that? I don't know. But I think mm -hmm. Florida and Billy Napier got to go out to a young and up-and-comer coming OC. Um, it's a lot of names out there right now. But mm -hmm. you go get somebody with a with, with, that wants to be here a little bit, you know, um, that's got a creative offense that has mm -hmm. been very productive in the OC role. We'll see how it all plays out. Um, prior relationship prior scheme because all of that it has to be a fit you know um you want to hand those keys over to somebody but like i said if you go get stein from oregon right and that's your guy right he comes in here he's successful he's gone likely in a year 
right? Mm-hmm. He, he could very well be gone. Then you're right back in the market trying to find a guy. I think Billy Napier, he got to make an offensive coordinator hire, but he also got to get a guy that's going to be here a few years to get him stabilized and, you know, a good foundation um, for this offense. We'll see how it all plays out, but from what I'm hearing, I'm, I'm not mad at the names that's in the hat for OC. Mm-hmm. You, you, caused, you caused some waves on X. A little bit, man. You got you got you got the comment section jumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they can go do their own research, man. But um, a lot of the court, quarterback they wanted out of the portal was tutored was was, was uh, tutored by him a little bit last year. Who I think it may be, but we'll see how it all plays out. I think this hire is a, a huge hire, but it's not just OC. Mm-hmm. They got to go get offensive line, something different, special teams, something mm-hmm. different got to happen. And I'm just going to keep beating on this same drum. I know Rob Sell's blocking everybody, but his offensive line didn't block nobody this far. Straight up. Like we need Sounds like you're talking line. about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So. <laughs> Where's the juice? Rob, Rob, Sell, Rob Sell's blocking people on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, man. He is. Probably wanted to block me, but I'm private, so he was like, "Nah, I can't." Well, there, there's a, uh, there's, there's some people that are asking. I think there's a difference between going out and trying to get blocked and then getting blocked. And I think those that are getting blocked deserve to be blocked. Yeah, some people that wear blocks as a badge of honor, like you guys. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird behavior. (laughs) You're different. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, D line coach, we're waiting. Nick, uh, any names? Uh, Elijah rushing. Uh, I know was a name. Uh, I know Colorado just let go their defensive end coach that uh, had been at Georgia and Texas A&M before. But Nick, uh, do you want to run through some some hot board names? On a hot um, board. Yeah, hot board. yeah. So it was funny how the way how the way it worked. I was this. This is a very exhausting time to be doing anything. Uh, it's just like every Keith, what it do, baby. Yeah, Keith, every appreciate the super chat. Go, go, like us. And, and Jonathan Davis, no. you asked for the same O line coaches as yeah, last year. Personally, yes. All right, Nick, hot board us. Um, what? So you have to, you have hot, to kind of like hot chase board them. us. Who's the low Wayne? Who's the BG? Who's the Turk? Yeah, um, you have to kind of chase everything down. So I think when did I put this out? This is on the third. Uh, at like 8 a.m. and I talked to somebody on the second uh, who said that Texas A&M was going to do everything they could to keep Elijah Robinson, but that Fran Brown, who left Georgia to be Syracuse's head coach, uh, and Robinson were boys from Camden High School in New Jersey. Went back, talked to a couple people, and it seemed like there was smoke there. Literally four hours after I put that out, uh, it came out that Erob was leaving A&M for Syracuse so that's one off the board um I'm I'm told Charlie Partridge from Pittsburgh is interested um have no idea if that interest is reciprocated no uh, which which is wild wild behavior um I don't think Silk's on board with with Partridge I don't understand why you wouldn't be I think it's a reason we pass on him every year that he's available it's like the fourth time we've come up in Partridge uh, job search, and I think he throws his name in every time. Uh, a lot of his recruiting, like, it's just old stuff. I'm tired of all these old coaches, like Chris Rumpf. Like, nothing against those guys. I think they'd be solid hires, but they just don't jump off the, the charts for me, man. I'm just cool on it. 
but there's no contact that's been made from what I heard from Partridge Camp that we haven't reached out. Yeah. Um, See, let's shout out Perry. Perry gets it, man. Those are good hires in 2017, Perry does get bro. It. Perry gets it. Perry, Perry said we should hire um, Charlie. I mean, <laughs> Perry, Perry did not say that. Perry did not say that. Perry's like, who are these old at? Who are these old heads are trying to hire? Where's Charlie Strong when you need him? Um, Where's Charlie Strong when you need him? And uh, Chris Rumpf. Uh, listen, I I don't think the I don't if I had a nice NFL job, defensive line, I'm not coming back to college to recruit juniors, well, Florida, seniors, freshmen Florida, on my team, Chris. sophomores on my team, other guys. So Chris Rumpf's going to Clemson. He went to South Carolina, uh, played his football there. Uh, so. Decides to go um, uh, go coach with Dabo. I hear Chris Rumpf was Matt. in the kind things. of the original, like penciled in um, staff when Billy Napier got hired, wasn't he? Um, Rams. Yeah, I thought I thought there was a chance. I I never. I don't know if I penciled anyone in. Um, but yeah, I I don't. It's it. Listen, if Chris Rumpf, if you wanted to get Chris Rumpf. And he went and he went to Clemson instead. Then, then that doesn't speak well for you. But I don't know that Florida off. I I, I, I don't Florida did not offer him a job. Um, and, and I don't know how much they talked to him or, or what the interest is. I from what I think what I've heard, and I think Silk, you said that too. They've really only reached out seriously to one defensive backs coach. Um, so I mean, it 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 just looks like this staff is moving at the same pace they they seem to move. I haven't said that. I text that. Yeah, he, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Nick, you gotta, you gotta remember where the uh, <laughs> the fourth wall is here. Um, one yeah, of the, I'm, I'm these, it got it got brought up. Uh, <clears throat> well, hold on. Daniel Matt Luke is Clemson's new offensive line coach. Uh, Nathaniel Rogers, Miami Van Dyke. So he's talking about Demarcus Van Dyke. Said no one wants to come to Florida because it's a dumpster fire. That's Close. so like so like that's so that's my screenshot of what I put on our message board, which literally said I didn't talk to Van Dyke. It said peep two. I talked to two people down in South Florida who said that they know him and have spoken with him. Um, but this is just like this is just what we deal with every day now. Like I, like that's not what I said. That's not what I reported. But that's like the narrative now that Demarcus Van Dyke told Nick Del Torre that Florida's a dumpster fire and that he would never come. Nah, man, DVD hit me. I text you last night on it. Just, I yeah. Just, you know, and like, yeah, I don't think. Bro, I was cool. in bed with the wife, ready, ready to go to bed. Text comes through. And I'm like, oh, man, here we go. The DVD hit me up this morning. Like, hey, what's up with your boy, man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, nah, DVD wants the job. I, 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 I think DeMarcus Van Dyke, as many coaches at his level would, um, would happily leave Florida FIU? International University, Hurricane Thrashers, um, but would happily leave FIU for the University of Florida, even if it meant a one-year stay of going to Gator City and in, in balls, you know? Or yeah, he, he, he wanted the job, bro. Bad. Cool. As he should. What do you mean? He's at FIU. Like, love yourself, DVD. If you didn't want the job, I'd be questioning <laughs> your mental fortitude, man. Like, you you, you have, to pull up, have to pull up on him? No, hey man, are you okay? Man, welfare, welfare no, no, check. No, no, no. I don't know if that's serious. Uh, all right, so uh, let's let's talk a little bit more. Any names um, that we should be looking out for? 
offensive or defensive line, defensive back. Nick, do you want to run through anything? Um, we can go through Zach's defensive backs board. Yeah. Um, I know Doug Felk is a name. I know there's expectation that Georgia might go after him after losing Fran to uh, to Syracuse. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a talk of maybe um, Corey Raymond being a target for that Georgia job as well. I just don't know if I see Corey Raymond in college football next year. I could be wrong, but. Yeah, the name, uh, Will Harris is the name that um, mm-hmm. is getting thrown around a lot. He's a, an assistant secondary coach with the Chargers right now. So what would the timeline of that be? Um, also, if you've got an agreement, like when Billy first came, everyone knew Rob Sale was getting hired. They were telling offensive line recruits, uh, hey, Rob Sale is going to be your coach. And Rob Sale, who was with the Giants at the time, had to wait until the season ended. So uh, the timeline, I, I get it. Every believe me, I get it. I hear you. I'm asked every four hours when, why, why haven't they hired a coach? Um, so I get that you want the news, but like if Will Harris is your guy, I think their season ends in January. So like, that's your timeline for that to be announced. Um, Zach Etheridge, Auburn secondary coach, um, Doug Belk. That's someone that we had on our. Our defensive coordinator hot board last year. Yeah. Um, uh, young guy. I think he's only 36 right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. TJ Rushing. He's AM's defensive backs coach. I don't know uh, what what Elko will do with him there. Uh, and then Dante Williams. Everything I've heard about him is that he's a great, um, uh, great recruiter. So those are the guys. And then Zach, which made everyone happy, put uh, CJ Wilford, who's a defensive backs assistant. Uh, sure, the fans would love. Uh, sure, the fans would love that uh, promotion. Internal promotion. Internal promotion. Marquan Manuel. It's that time. It's Marquan Manuel's Marquan, time. It's it, baby. It's always Marquan Manuel's <laughs> Manuel season. Marquan Manuel. Him and Kerwin Bell. Kerwin so, Bell passed it down to his son. Now, so. Yeah, yeah. Kerwin Bell's son is now the hot name for uh, for coordinator. Um, and this is a good question. Doesn't it hurt recruiting if we have to wait for NFL guys to finish their season? Um, you, either of you want to opine or do you want me to quickly answer? I, I just said that. It was like same thing with like Rob Sale. If, if you yeah, have but- a handshake agreement with somebody, right. you can tell recruits like, hey, this guy um, is going to be your coach. He's going to be our DB coach, our OLI coach, whatever it is. Um, and – we're going to hire him and they're just waiting to, you know, name it. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't Chris Rumpf just come from the NFL wasn't Clemson's timeline January. Uh, I think the Viking season is probably more likely to be over. Uh, you have another four or five weeks left there, but we, again, everybody's timeline works a little bit differently. Everybody's personal situation works a little bit differently. Uh, everybody's contract works uh, a little bit differently as well. Um, so let's get into a quick ad read and then we'll, we'll jump into a, a little bit more transfer portal time. Um, but as always, we want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Lucy, who makes tobacco free nicotine for people to focus better, think deeper, chill out, uh, smoother and inspire creativity. So if you're looking to do any of those things, Lucy is hundred percent pure tobacco free nicotine. Uh, they come in five different strengths from two milligrams all the way up to 12. Uh, in two milligram increments. 
12 different flavors, mint, mango, wintergreen, uh, apple, ice, espresso. Uh, they do have these breaker ones. They also have gum uh, as well. So great product really stood out to me. Uh, I have told some other folks about it. Um, had, a, had a couple people that also heard it on another pod uh, a few years ago, or a few months ago, pardon me, uh, that reached out and said that they continue to buy it now using promo code stadium. So if you want to use nicotine to f- uh, focus better, get a boost of energy, or to chill and relax, go visit lucy.co forward slash stadium to get 20% off of your first order. Free shipping, 30-day refund if you change your mind. That's lucy.co. Use code stadium to get 20% off and always free shipping. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, gentlemen. So uh, if anybody else has any thoughts or questions, the super chat is available uh, to you. Please make sure you hit the like button, the subscribe button, share with your friends, retweet it, all of that kind of fun stuff. All right, let's get in uh, to the transfer portal. Um I know, I know that there's some some rumors uh, today. Uh, Kamari Wilson uh, will be entering uh, the portal, is what two four seven is reporting. But let me get that full exhaustive list, guys. But uh, what are your thoughts on the transfer portal names, all of that thus far? And we'll run through them individually here as well. Um, I think the only one that really would hurt you, and, and we can even talk deeper into it it might be even <clears throat> just more of a perception than than an actual production given the room would be trevor etn um outside of that florida has to get down to like 66 scholarships to just be able to add the 19 you know um the 19 guys that they have currently committed in the class uh, and that's not adding anyone in the transfer portal. Sure, you can sign over or have more than 85 scholarships um, right now. Uh, you don't need to be at that 85 number until fall camp. Um, but, like, there has to be some processing. I've kind of been saying this for a couple of weeks. I think there's going to be 15, 20 guys that hit the portal. Um, so, that, it is what it is. This is it's, uh, it's free agency. Yeah, so there's those that have announced and those that are officially in. Uh, Jonathan Odom is officially in. Jadarius Perkins was in from back in October. Um, Andrew Savania, who was a uh, tight end who didn't get uh, any playing time. Uh, Then Kamari Wilson. A lot of others have announced that they will be entering. Uh, Chris McClellan. Uh, was a name yesterday that may have come uh, as a bit of a surprise to uh, to some in Gator Nation, um, a guy that committed to the University of Florida when Florida did not actually even have a coach. It was between uh, his time or between Dan Mullen's time and Billy Napier's time uh, that he uh, that he announced. Uh, Jordan Herman has announced. Adam Mihalik has announced. Defensive lineman Will Norman. Quarterback Max Brown. Wide receiver Caleb Douglas. Uh, wide receiver Ty Bowman. Uh, defensive lineman Keenan Landry, who was on scholarship this year, I believe, was a former walk-on. Uh, those are the names of folks that have said that they will enter the transfer portal or have already entered 
the transfer portal? Uh, biggest losses for me, I would say, and this is just like iffy because I wasn't high on the D-line room, but I thought Chris McClellan had a, a high ceiling. Um, mm-hmm. But from the defensive line room, I, I've spoken about what I thought we were missing. Uh, we got a lot of big body guys that could take up space, but we don't have any get off. Uh, just get like on the real, just watching Florida State play play uh, this past weekend. Other teams around the country, just so much get off and spark at the defensive tackle room. We just got space eaters. Uh, even with the commit we got over the weekend, while I like the Michael Baruoke, however you pronounce his last name, uh, good get, but he's more of Cam Jackson. Uh, Desmond Watson, then uh, uh, Sharif Florida, or Dominique Easley. We mm-hmm. need guys like that at defensive tackle, guys that can push the pocket, uh, pass rush, explosive. We don't have any of that in our D tackle room right now. Yeah, I mean, it's like for the most part, it's a two gap scheme. So you're asking those guys to, you know, basically hold on to the center or guard, check to see which way, and then, and then try to shed. You're not really creating, you're asking them to create for others. So when I see people who are like, oh, Chris McClellan stinks. He he only had this many tackles. I'm like, that's not what he's being asked to do. He's being asked to keep linebackers clean and create for other people. Um, it's a room that you are going to be. They're not actually do that in like a pass rush though, right? Like on yeah, yeah. Downs, they, they they have no no get off and no no punch whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, we um, said other, that though other, before other the year. The lines have that same. I, I I watched Bama play Georgia this weekend. I watch the defensive lineman grab guys, but it's still a different punch. Like you still mm-hmm. gotta come out of your stance and it's still a get off. Like regardless of your job, you can't yeah. get up and be and get moved around. Um, those guys, man, like Bama in the trenches, I mean, you saw them battle Georgia. Like, that's what we missing. Like, you could I don't give a fuck who sorry. I don't care who you bring in here in the coach. If you don't have Jimmy's and Joe's that can do what that, that what Bama and Georgia was doing this weekend, even from a defensive back perspective, I don't want to go on a long rant, but their defensive backs were winning battles. Like the, the play calling that Georgia was doing or Bama was doing wasn't sexy. It was just guys making plays. Like you throwing, you know, tunnel screens and defensive backs or or shedding blocks and coming up to make physical tackles. And that's that's just I'm not this guy. I had to, that's that's I had to look, I had to look Joe, this kid's man. name up. Jaden Roberts. Number 77. I'm watching the SEC championship game. My guy was just embarrassing defensive lineman. Come on, right man. guard, just bullying people. Gangster shit. Um, <laughs> the church is bad. It's tough because, like, uh, I hear you talking about, like, Georgia's offense or Georgia's line play, Alabama's line play. My initial thought is, like, yo, Florida's not in that same class. Mm-hmm. They're not in that conversation. Um, but like, that's, it's a fair argument. Like, listen, uh, there's no divisions next year. You're competing against both of those teams. You you used to only have to compete against Georgia in the East. You're competing against 15 other teams next year. Top two gets go to Atlanta. Um, so it's fair to put, (laughs) put Florida's offensive and defensive line up against those other two. I mean, it's not fair. Mm -hmm. It's not a fair fight, but it's a fair, uh, comparison. We just got to upgrade, I think, in both sides of the trenches. Uh, anybody answers the portal on offensive line or defensive line, I'm not going to lose sleep because we got to upgrade the talent. It's got to be – I don't care about – star ratings don't matter now that they're in college. I'm not seeing it in my defensive tackle room. And we're going to play a very good offensive line week one in Miami. Just straight up. You're going to need some guys, bro. And right now we don't have the guys in that room, so we got to go get some guys in the portal. 
Do we do that? I don't know. But I'm not mad at anybody that left because we don't have the guys right now, in my opinion. And, right. and and Spence chose those guys, right? Even in the portal, the guys we brought yeah. in with Cam Jackson. That's why I believe he got let go because of he didn't just like come and inherit this defensive tackle room. He got to bring in guys from the portal and recruit guys that wasn't showing a whole lot of spark at defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got a couple questions here. Um Again, shot Keith Coleman from earlier. Chris Sorley, super chat here. Thoughts on Keontae Goodwin coming back? I uh, asked a question about Shamar James uh, as well. Is he gone? So Keontae Goodwin, um, again, you'll remember that his mother was diagnosed with cancer, uh, took the year off, did not announce a transfer destination, uh, did head back to Kentucky where he's from to live for a year. So, But I don't know if there's any additional word there. Shout out to uh, Reese Collier in the comments. We do need more athletic guys up front, straight up. Offense and defense. Like, when these guys pull on offense, they don't look the part either. Like, we just need more athletic big guys, for sure. Um, Gouin's mother passed away. Uh, mm-hmm. From what I heard, um, th- there's not any movement for him to play Come football back. right now. Okay. Not, not okay. a UF thing, just, like, still Enjoy. dealing with his personal stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, Patrick said it says a lot about its development. A lot of these guys had flashes but haven't developed. Um, and then I know that there was somebody else that that said it. Um, does this say anything about Billy Napier, that his guys are transferring? I, I, I don't the think so. The whole country's transferring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like literally everybody. Uh, some some spots we're going to have to judge them on. Like if mm-hmm. and we're waiting on some – couple of names to hit i think just from an optics standpoint if you lose etn you lose shamar that's not good on the optics but these some of these other guys uh is is not a good look um shamar i don't i don't know what the exact details with shamar i i I do have a plug into that camp it's just been a little bit iffy i know he's been exploring the idea of of entering the portal but i mean a lot of people are you'd be crazy not to and and to be real shamar as we all know has a lot of suitors people won't him on that defense he's he's very mm-hmm. talented linebacker but um we'll see how it all plays out today etn and shamar all the names to watch as far as bad optics and it won't be a good look for those guys to enter the portal but outside of that Mar- man caleb i thought caleb douglas was a, was a huge miss regardless of of how we look at it on the stat sheet um experienced guy length has size has speed he may be looking to head back to texas so that one was a, a a tough one to lose as well in the wide receiver room. Yeah, Shamar has been in college for – this will be his third transfer portal window. Uh, and every single every single transfer portal window, uh, there's rumors that Shamar is going to go into the portal. Um, Up the duffel and, bag. And, and, and then I think the duffel bag gets a little fatter. So, yeah, like – Yeah, the duffel bag, I, boys. I think – from one person inside the program, I think the the duffel bag was taken care of. We'll see, though. There, there's many schools with duffel bags. Yeah, I know um, Shamar publicly tried to shut it down, uh, but we'll see, right? And and Chris, don't want to think you avoided that question earlier. Had uh, had it coming back up when we got off of Canty Goodwin, but uh, but yeah, no, I, I I think that Shamar, just like a lot of the top players in the country, are going to see what the appetite for a transfer would look like. 
right? Um, there's an opportunity to make a lot of money in NIL. Um, and a lot of these top players, especially at schools that are maybe underperforming, to get a chance to see what's my market value. Um, Shamar James and Trevor Etienne, as of 10.42 a.m. on Monday, are not in the transfer portal. We'll see. But we can't. I mean, we aren't Shamar James, so um, unfortunately we can't say definitively, but I know the expectation at the University of Florida is that Shamar James will be a Florida Gator next year. Um, Caleb Douglas, a loss to you guys? For sure. Obviously injured at the end of the year, but. Yeah, maybe, but like, or at least early on, like skill positions are just loaded in the portal. So mm-hmm. it's a player who we, th- like, like, I think Florida's loaded. The entire roster is loaded with guys that we think could be good. Like I thought Caleb Douglas could be good, but haven't proven to be even like third team all SEC yet. Mm-hmm. Um and I think there's guys that you could, if Caleb Douglas were still on the team, I think there's guys that you could recruit over him just in the portal, guys who are already proven or maybe even were thought of higher as recruits. Um, but in terms of Florida's roster right now, yeah, it's a huge loss. You like you have like two playmakers on offense, and he could have been the third, and he's gone. I mean, most importantly, like guys with just size on the outside. Um, yeah. Like Eugene mm-hmm. Wilson, we got some guys coming back, no, no doubt, but – He's a guy that what six three, uh, wins fifty fifty balls, understands the offense. So just on paper, it is a loss. Could we go replace him? I would like to see us go get a, a receiver of size, and not bring in. You know, if we get a, another slot guy like a Ricky Pearsall, cool. But I thought our offense was definitely missing an outside receiver, a true number one. Um, is he a I true don't... number one? Nah, but he's probably the closest thing to it right now. That's that was coming back. Gerard Cooper said our offense isn't appealing to an elite wide receiver. Oh, I don't man, know. What are you talking about? I, I don't know if I agree. Um, do I think it's a fun and gun offense? No. Ricky Pearsall was a few plays away from a thousand yards, which is the first Florida Gator wide receiver to would have been the first Florida Gator wide receiver to do that in 21 years. So um, I think that there's an opportunity, right? Eugene Wilson is really the only one coming back next year. You know, Marcus Burke has played a little bit, uh, but Eugene Wilson's really the only one with real production from this year coming back. And Graham Mertz does have a good reputation, obviously passed for a lot of yards. Maybe they're not the the deep go routes, you know, where you're going 50, 60 yards. Uh, but I, I do think for a lot of these guys, there's an opportunity to be able to be that guy. And a lot of these guys, especially I know there's a UTEP wide receiver. Uh, there's a few others that are looking for that opportunity to show, hey, I did a thousand yards or 2000 yards over two years uh, at this school. I want to go and make my uh, make an impact. But I don't think it's lost on anybody that Ricky Pearsall did almost have a thousand yards of receiving in this offense. And you would hope that with another year of comfort under that system that he could potentially do even better. Yeah. Facts. Um, actual factuals here. Um, <laughs> various Perkins we mentioned. Jonathan Odom certainly wish him the best of of luck. Uh, Kamari Wilson's not really played. Max Brown. Uh, this is something that we kind of pontificated on a few weeks ago to say, hey, if Max Brown comes in and does a good job, you know, with DJ Lagway coming in, uh, Florida has to go get a quarterback uh, out of the transfer portal this year. Um, but are you guys surprised to see Max Brown in the portal or? Zero percent surprised. Yeah, yeah. 
Same. Uh, good for him. That's he, he yeah. did what he's supposed to do, and he, you know he got an opportunity to to get himself recruited with a couple with some playing time. I thought he did a good job. You know, kudos to the kid. We'll see where he lands. But if you got Graham Mertz coming back, DJ Lagways, mm-hmm. the heir apparent, like there's really no spot for you here. You're just going to be a, a, a sitting duck. So, and he probably could play at whatever school he transfer. He probably get more ticket on the baseball team as well. It may work out. Yeah. Um. I think that the interesting part will be, um, like, I think once Jack Miller graduates, he'll leave. Um, writing's on the wall for him. Um, didn't beat out Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz has a really good year, um, and you're signing uh, the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Jack Miller wants to play football, it's going to be somewhere else. I think he, but he needs to graduate since he's already used his free transfer. Um, that leaves you with two scholarship quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So, it's a tough spot uh, because of what happened with uh, Kitna and everything else. Like Florida's mm-hmm. playing from behind with quarterbacks. You're going to have to sign someone in the portal. There's a ton of quarterbacks in the portal, but like, yeah, go get McCord. Uh, McCord's not coming to, to, to Florida. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's not coming to Florida. Like you, you have to find a quarterback who Dylan Gabriel has been playing college football since Jesse Palmer was a freshman. Hold on, I think Dylan Gabriel and uh, Graham Mertz. I think are he's going into his seventh year. Um. Oh, and I did forget to mention Khalil Jackson. Yes, he will be back too, and he had some good production this year. Yeah, he was hooping. Shout out to Khalil. Yeah. Khalil was hooping. I've seen somebody compare him. They are similar to uh, Caleb's bigger, but I think Khalil is. You want to see him? Graham give him some balls. He's balls he could catch and run with, and not make all the acrobatic craziness he's been making. But yeah, Khalil Jackson is is definitely one of the proven guys that's coming back. I apologize. Graham, Graham Mertz is actually older than Dylan Gabriel. Dan, older yeah, than but him he plays at the University of Florida, so I got my orange and blue glasses. On. <laughs> older than him by a couple of weeks. Actually, Graham Mertz. Shout out to Graham uh, Wednesday. Graham Mertz will turn twenty three. Happy birthday, Graham! I think we're also uh, going to be speaking to Graham about his decision coming. Uh, coming back to Florida. But anyway, Florida is in a situation where they need a quarterback. Uh, you need, I mean, you want four scholarship quarterbacks on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have, will have two. I, I would be shocked uh, if Jack Miller, like, is still on the roster by spring ball, fall camp. Maybe you just Next don't week. have options at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got options. You just, you got options. You just have to graduate. You just cut his thumbprint no, off at the door. Y- yes, but that means that you have to have an option of where to go of a situation that's better. Someone will take him. Like, is somebody going to give Jack Miller an opportunity to be their starting quarterback next year? He ain't got to go home, Nick, or Dan, but he got to get out of here. But if you just need a body, right, and you're like, hey, Jack, just, like, hang out for another year, go to – you know, Cantina and Aho spend some time there just so you have a fourth. I don't think that Florida is going to go and get two transfer quarterbacks this year in this offseason. No, they just need one. But I think but you, you want to have four. He's out state is welcome. I mean, that's rude. Rude. Um, <laughs> a little bit, man. We need a we need a legit <laughs> quarterback room, bro. And I don't like I don't know where well, to no, have. No, if you go get way. another one, you get DJ yeah. Lagway. You have Graham Mertz, like. At, at some point, you also need to have a body there. Yeah. And Florida body. thought they had. Florida, what do you think about Nate Florida Johnson thought that they had at least one more. Right? Nate Johnson Jalen Kittner, Max Brown. Now they have neither. Sprinkle. Nate's got to be like, when is this guy gonna leave? 
Nate Johnson's got to be looking. They don't even at... view Nate as a quarterback, though. Out there. No, what's what's who's their quarterback that didn't play all year? Cam Rising is Cam, Cam Rising. Cam Nate Johnson's got to be looking at him like, when will you just die? Like, get, well, like, get well, out of here. Didn't he enter the portal? Yeah, Nate did. did? No, yeah, Cam did. I think. No, no, no. Cam's no. Cam's coming back. I thought Cam's Nate coming back for his fifteenth year. Yeah, Nate's in the portal. I've yeah, seen Nate, a Billy follow Nate as well. Is, yeah, Nate is in the portal. Yeah, he told hmm. ESPN he'll have three years of eligibility. I've seen that Nate follow by Billy. Why wouldn't? Maybe get Tyler why, Van Dyke would, back up. Yeah, like that's that's who someone you would need, but like Tyler Van Dyke's going to start He's somewhere. Not used to winning. He's used to sitting on the bench. You talking about Tyler Van Dyke coming to, to my program? You should be a backup. Be third string behind DJ Lagway and Graham Mertz. No, he's too mentally. Buddy, I'm just kidding. Broken. I don't know. Florida's going to end up with a Toledo transfer. Burr and Nate has fallen Nate Johnson, man. I wouldn't mind Nate Johnson coming to he. <laughs> He was instrumental in coming in and giving them a spark of some shit that we expect and beating us, man. He's very athletic at the quarterback position. Uh, you just need a stopgap guy in between just in case Lagway isn't ready. Or even if he is ready and he gets injured, you just need yep. three, four quarterbacks in the room. Yeah. We'll see how I think you need up. four, three capable. But, you know, we'll see. But Florida definitely has to get a portal quarterback this year. A lot of people are going to bitch and moan, I know, about who it's going to be. Just know well, that the plan is probably for them to not be the quarterback at the University of Florida next year. Can we talk about this? Let's talk real quick quarterback. So you see how aggressive that or even Ohio State's being. They had a guy that they they, they kind of like. Uh, a few teams have guys that they kind of like, but they're still getting aggressive with what's in the portal to bring in maybe some competition or a different arm. Um, like Kyle McCord leaving Ohio State. They're going to mm -hmm. try to, from what I'm hearing, they're going to try to go get Cam Ward. And I mm -hmm. think that's a, a big upgrade for them. Um, do do we settle? Do we bring in competition at the quarterback position to to even push Mertz? Yeah, Chris Sorley gave a few names here. I know a few that won't be coming here, but Will Howard, Kansas State, Dante Moore, UCLA, Kim Ward, Washington State, DJ Uwa Ungalalele from Clemson and Oregon State, and he landed Kyle McCord, Ohio State, Dylan Gabriel. Nick has already said he's not coming here. Uh, for what is his 37th year um, at playing college football. Young, younger than Graham Mertz. You, Nick, again. The orange He's and blue like birthday watch here. now, bro. Look at Nick. Nick, Nick. I think Gil, Dylan Gabriel was there. He, he probably committed because UCF won a national championship. So, um, Well, he wasn't on the team? Uh, he might have been in his third or fourth <laughs> year of playing college at that point. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, so I think the Florida will get, uh, that, um, there's some questions about Trevor Etienne. He's not in the portal. Uh, let's just hypothetically say that he did enter. Um, Nick, I know that you mentioned from an optics perspective, doesn't look great. Um, your thoughts on running backs, running back room, a loss of Trevor Etienne, obviously you have Montreal Johnson, uh, not announcing anything just yet, if he's coming back or not. Uh, but but how do you think that that impacts the room? Again, the Gators will get Cam Carroll back next year. They do have Kanan Daniels uh, from Mississippi, uh, the four-star recruit in this class as well. Uh, but uh, your thoughts on uh, if Trevor Etienne would leave outside of optics, what that room would look like? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Florida did their uh, banquet. Um, he was one of the players of the year, uh, offense players of the year. 
Um, obviously a talented running back. I think he's got, you know, 1400 yards in, in two years. Um, but I, I'm, I'm think Montrell Johnson is leaning towards coming back. So you have him in the backfield, you have Traylon Webb, you get Cam Carroll back. Um, and, and I think I'm, I'm pulling up, uh, our transfer portal. I'm seeing who, who do we already have in at running back? Um, not a ton yet. It'll, it'll be more. By the end of the week, and just I think you know, today. right, right, Sam, and we hadn't, and on three, we hadn't been adding them until they were in the portal. Um, you know, like I said last week, um, everyone announcing was just like saying, like, "Hey, I bought a plane ticket, but like the plane didn't leave till Monday morning," and you were just telling people, like, "Hey, I'm going on vacation. Mm-hmm. I bought my ticket, but the plane st- still in Gainesville." Um, so it'll be interesting, you know, and uh, is there tampering going on? Who knows? Uh, I think we all know there's tampering so. going on to what level. <laughs> better be. Um, that did that? So I hope so. Kodak? Kodak yeah, Black. Yeah, Kodak. Yeah, yeah. Let's I pretend so. I'm Kodak Black. Kodak White for a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hood up, Dan. Hood up. You gotta, you I hope do. so. <laughs> you had a hoodie and all, man. It was actually very well done by you, I would say. Um, you still talking about running back room? Yeah, just like what what an impact would be with with ETN gone. Like losing ETN's gonna losing ETN's gonna hurt your running back room, but it's not. Um, you know, like like um when I said like when Justice Boone went down, I was like, Florida's got a bunch of guys at that position. They'll be oh, we thought. okay. They'll be okay. Uh, well, shoot, this might be another another thing there. Um, like, it obviously will hurt you. Um, it is crazy, though. Like, before the year, I think we both or all three of us said, like, hey, they're going to have – they're going to split carries. And I think Montreal averaged one more carry a game than ETN, than Trevor, um, for the year. Hmm. I think Montreal's coming back from what I've heard behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not affecting – I don't think that's affecting Trevor. Trevor's decision. Because then I've seen, at least on the message boards, people being like, if Montrell's staying is the reason Trevor wants to transfer, then they need to kick Montrell off the team. Like, these guys are very close friends off the field. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, I, I don't know if this is a crazy take or what, but, like, I think Trevor Etienne's a proven runner. I think mm-hmm. they probably need to see him pass block more. If he mm-hmm. were going to go to a school like Georgia, he might get the exact same carries and break a thousand yards, um, mm-hmm. and have a chance to win a championship. And if I you're mean, looking, I guess it looks at like what school you might think has a chance to win a championship, and where you think that he might be able to get a thousand yards rushing. Like, at, uh, I think that any of those schools that are a potential championship caliber team next year all have stacked rooms and I'm not diminishing Trevor Etienne at all. I think that he's a fantastic running back. I think he'll play on Sundays a bit, but the idea that he would go and supplant all these other four and five stars that have been with the program for a while. I just don't know if I, I 100% believe in that. I got to see it to believe it. No, I think he's a very talented back, but like you go to Georgia and Bama, like how many carries you think you finna get? If that's the guy, if you want to win, if you want to win a championship, that's cool. But I mean, you just a fan if you're watching it with us, you know, watching it from the bench. How much are you going to contribute to that? Um, but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, what he's he's a 
high end day two, maybe draft pick next year. Maybe. Whether he has 250 carries at Florida or 125, if he's my son, else. I tell him to dial back on the touches. Like, yeah, I'm not no, that's telling what, you to go put yeah. more carries on your body. Yes. Be like, yo, take it back a notch, bro. You've already proven. Like, that, the NFL that, scouts know who he is. The bloodline there, the pedigrees there, the films there. Like, don't put more mileage on this Ferrari. Yeah. Like, vibe a little bit. That's that's what I was getting at. Is like, hey, he probably needs to show that he can be a pass blocker. That he shows improvement there, but the people being like Billy, Billy messed up not giving him the ball more. I'm like, you don't need to like. You want him doing wheelies with his new car, like running the running the tire, the treading the tires down. Like you don't. He doesn't need that. The NFL knows everything they need to know about Trevor Etienne as a running back, other than can he be a better pass blocker? And he doesn't need 300 more carries next year uh, to prove that he can run the ball. I think NFL teams, like you just said, so the pedigree is there. There's plenty of film. Um, it's not it, if he leaves Florida. It's not because Montreal Johnson had more carries than him. It's not because he doesn't want to share mm -hmm. carries with Montreal Johnson. Yeah, I don't think. Shout out to my guy Nathan, Nathaniel Rogers, bro. Like my boy, he's like Nick's little cousin. Who's my little cousin? Uh, negative Nathaniel Rogers. Rogers in the country. Oh yeah, negative Nathaniel. I don't think. I don't think he's gonna uh, ride the bench anywhere. But his carries, if that's an issue that fans are bringing up on the message board, it's not gonna go up yeah. if you go to Bama, or Georgia. His carries are gonna go down, and. You know, you do you, you you look at those rosters and tell me how many carries does he do get? Those guys got mm -hmm. they're three deep with, with talented guys, you know. So we'll see how it all plays out. I'm not losing sleep over a running back in the NFL or in college football. Um, it's just who we go get. We do need a dynamic yeah. guy to run the back spot if he leaves. He's different than everybody else in that room. But yeah. I think there's plenty of plenty of work at running back in the portal. Give me offensive yeah. line, most importantly. Like all of that, we just talked about Bama and Georgia. Like nobody's talking about Bama and Georgia's running back from Saturday. Nobody's talking about like anybody's running back from the past games that went on in championship football. Like look at those that trench work. We need an offensive and defensive line. Like mm -hmm. and we we gotta spend a shit ton of money to keep ET in here, and that keeps us from spending money at the offensive line. Go get me an offensive line. I need protection. I need mm -hmm. highways and byways to run through. Um, that makes the running back job a lot easier. Absolutely. A uh, lot of names in the portal. We'll go through some of those as they get officially announced. Um, there's a lot of guys from the Ivy Leagues that I know people got excited about because their season ends early that announced. I think there was a Yale guy. There's a couple others. We'll let this play out a little bit to see who's officially in there, who's not. Look at what some of the offers are and what some of the offers are not. Um, there's going to be a premium on good quality offensive linemen. I would imagine that nearly every school in the country is going to want to go after them. So you've got to make your case and show why their impact at the University of Florida will be the most impactful for their career. Uh, let's see here. Uh, anything else on the transfer portal? Obviously a lot of names. Uh, there will probably be more names that we haven't talked about enter the transfer portal. And again, entering the transfer portal means that you are allowing yourself to be contacted. It doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily leave the program. You can pull your name out. And it also doesn't necessarily mean that there's a home for everybody as well. See, looking to see if there's any other comments. A uh, lot of people watching. Appreciate all of you guys watching. Hit the like button. 
do us a solid. Uh, feel free to ask questions. And again, super chat questions get answered first and guaranteed. So that's where we're at from the transfer portal. That's where we're at from coaching. Um, Let's talk a little bit about recruiting before we do that. Let's give a shout out to our friends over at Home Field Apparel. It is the holiday buying season and no better place to get a Florida Gator fan or really almost any college in America fan. Maybe you want to buy your FSU fan a sympathy shirt. Go check out homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Stadium and Gale at checkout. You'll get 15% off of your order again that's stadiumandgale.com promo code uh homefieldapparel.com pardon me stadium and gale is a promo code 15 percent off of the best quality vintage shirts in the market so uh the gators did grab a commitment this weekend a very familiar name to those uh that have followed recruiting um micah boyru the three-star uh, defensive tackle uh, comes in at a whopping 390 pounds, had previously committed to the University of Florida over Georgia, uh, decommitted uh, a few months ago, and then he is back in the fold. He is the number 71 uh, rated defensive lineman recruit in the country, six foot five, 390 pounds. Uh, gentlemen, any thoughts on Micah Boyer? I know we talked about him a few months ago, but yeah, I think we need just some like good get, uh, getting it back in the fold. Uh, it's all right, man. You know, yeah. like it's just nothing. <laughs> to, it, I'm not, he's a good prospect. You know, the kid decommitted because he wanted to go to Georgia. I mm-hmm. think that Georgia got a better defensive tackle just to keep it being. So we get him back in the fold. We need not more Cam Jacksons and Desmond Watsons. We need guys that can push the pocket, guys that got some get off, something different than what's in our defensive tackle room. I'm going to keep beating that drum. Go get me a Dominique Easley. Go get me a Sharif Floyd, guys that can come out of their stance and, and get gangster with it. Um, but he's a space eater, similar to Desmond Watson, similar to Cam Jackson. Athletic for a size, similar to Cam Jackson, similar to Desmond yeah. Watson. Yeah, you know, again, a guy that, uh, you know, Florida was was high on before. Welcome him back. Um, but we, again, don't know. I, I don't think he had a fantastic senior season, um, but that's not to say that he won't. Uh, we welcome him back. Excited to have him back in the fold at the University of Florida. So, again, Micah Boyru has recommitted back to the University of Florida. Uh, the Gators did lose a commitment in four-star defensive lineman Kendall Jackson, um, who is uh, from Buholtz. Uh, he announced that uh, that he will be moving on. I think Miami is a school that has really been pushing hard for him. He was a 30th-ranked defensive lineman in the class of 2024. Uh, the Gators wanted him to play edge rusher. Um, I think a lot of people have him – Slate is maybe moving into the middle um, and uh, and maybe the edge rusher uh, component was no longer in Florida's plans, uh, but I do know that he is looking to play outside. Yeah, hearing that one, that one was mutual. Uh, good luck to Kendall. I'll do a show with his pops. Actually going to be in Gainesville Wednesday hanging out, but I heard that one was mutual. We'll see how it all plays out. He has some very good offers with, like you said, Miami, Kentucky. I would look out for those two being um, possible suitors. 
Perfect. Um, and then a couple other names to look out for um, is running back. Um, sorry. Uh, is uh, is running back um, uh, Jason Baugh. Uh, I think his name's Jason, uh, Jordan Ball. Sorry, Jane Ball. Um, he's currently committed to Arkansas. I know Florida's pushing really heavy for him uh, as well. So I know Florida's trying to make the push uh, to get him in the class. That could potentially solve uh, for Florida needing that additional running back. Um, and then another one is a safety at a Riverview high or a Riverview uh, here in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, Gregory Smith, he announced his top schools uh, yesterday. He announced the commitment date of, I think, 1213. Uh, so his top six right now are Ole Miss, USF, Vanderbilt, Virginia, Toledo, uh, and Florida. So I hope that Florida can beat all of those. He's the number 28 safety in the country. He's ranked a four star, six foot four. 190. I don't, I don't dislike his quarterback film. No, not at all. He's all right. Yeah. Um, not, uh, definitely a name that, that Florida's going to be looking to probably fill out, uh, a few more, uh, names here over the next few weeks. I know that Jordan Seaton, the offensive tackle that everybody is after right now, uh, Tennessee, Oregon, Ohio state. I think it was at Ohio state, uh, this past weekend, uh, is the name he's at IMG Academy, five-star offensive tackle. Everybody's after him, uh, talking about upping the bags. I mean, it's bag season. You get to see bag exactly um, where this. This is gonna be a, like this is it for this staff. This is this 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 winter. Yeah. You know the recruiting class, the whatever you bring in the portal, offensive line, defensive line, whatever they product they put on the field. Because you got another transfer portal window for spring, but whatever product they put on the field for the fall is gonna be, you know, do or die. But yep. uh, we don't know where Nick is. Nick just left, so he should be back soon. Hopefully, it's just a computer issue. Um, DVD but other than by. that, uh, Bryson Barnes uh, has also entered the transfer portal. He was uh, Chris Sorley breaking news on the show, quarterback number two for Utah. Um, so that is where uh, that stands. So, uh, Florida still recruiting. National signing days in a couple weeks here. Uh, National early signing day, pardon me, is in a few weeks. Transfer portals here. Coaching hires are going to be made uh, all within that. You know, like Making two weeks ago, we said this is the most important six weeks of uh, Billy Napier's tenure at the University of Florida. Uh, and we are in week probably two of that. So a few more weeks to know. We will know a little bit more. Uh, shout out to Kings. Uh, ACO Nick is in the portal potentially potentially looking to go play for a winner doesn't need as many carries uh, looking to try to bring home a championship so uh, Silk you have anything else before we do one final ad read and then get out of here for the day no um, I've seen people in the comments also saying that Xavier Fasami and his pop said that the defense they expect the DB hire this week uh, hearing similar things but I'm gonna just wait and see mode uh, urgency wise, I do think we should be a little bit more urgent. Uh, our defensive back, Zay Miss, he's another guy. Uh, we're recruiting, mm. they're waiting to hear these hires. Defensive linemen, they're waiting to hear these hires. Uh, the players on campus are waiting to hear these hires. It's very important to get these hires in like ASAP. You can't get active in the transfer portal at very key spots defensive line, DB. We need spots, we need players in those spots. And 
get to hiring. Like, chop, chop. This is yep. the last hooray for this staff, man. They either got it or they don't. That's why I don't know y'all lose y'all mind about this stuff, bro. They either figure it out this winter and, you know, put the right talent. And that's just not the staff. That's everybody included around the football program. Need, mm-hmm. to, need to do what's right by the University of Florida's football program. This shit is legendary. It should not be treated like this. It should be treated with care and diligence and and a whole lot more uh, care, I would say, man. It's just like, it, it stinks to watch. And I understand why fans be mad, but we get to figure it all out this winter. If they figure it out, mm-hmm. they do. If not, you know, we'll, we'll get our hot boards together around yep. October. I'll see y'all yep. there. Lots of streams during that time. Uh, Dalen Evans is another guy currently committed to Texas A&M, uh, looking at Florida. He was being recruited by Mike Peterson at the University of Florida. I know Sean Spencer is going over to Texas A&M where he's currently committed. We'll see uh, what that means. There was a question. Texas A&M so, got some guys, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, want to ask you, there was a question. I forgot who asked it before. Uh, what hire to use more important, defensive line or defensive back? Both of them. Like, and we don't have either one. I, I don't think there's one more important than the other. I think both of those spots. Um, we lost a couple guys in the defensive line room in recruiting, and we lost some in the portal. So mm-hmm. clearly there's a, a, a urgent need to get somebody in that spot to recruit defensive tackle, defensive line in the portal in high school recruiting. Like it's premium. Uh, we saw the product on the field, we saw XX uh, class in talent. Uh defensive back, you got to keep guys like Xavier Fasami is very important to this class. Are mm-hmm. uh, you talking about a guy that that's a program changing type safety? Like a safety that's gonna come in here and play day one in my room, like yeah. if, if you're asking me. So there's you can't go either or. Both of those hires are very important. They need to be done like yesterday. Yeah, especially when the other school that he's looking at is playing for in the playoffs. Uh, in the play- Correct. Yep. Um, want to give a shout out to Connor Clark mentioned this on Twitter just now. Uh, UF has two commits that have already won state championships, Aaron Childs and Kanan Daniels, and then four more will be competing for their state titles. Micah Boyru, Teddy Foster, LJ McRae, and Amaris Williams. So best of luck to those guys. All right, so let's uh, let's do one final ad read, then we'll get out with Song of the Week. As always, go support our friends over at Alumni Hall, whether you're in Gainesville or online. Again, Alumni Hall is going to be the best place that you can get Florida Gators wear, uh, accessories, grilling accessories, uh, holiday presents, whatever it might be. They support all the sports at the University of Florida. They do sell some NIL clothing as well. So go check out Alumni Hall dot com or go visit them on archer road just off of 75 so again that's alumni hall.com all right silk uh, any final words before we get out of the show today no nah, i'm all that's it man hires fires recruit portal transfer portal nick is back out of the i guess nobody wanted him out of the yeah. transfer portal <laughs> bro is there a is there a beat writer transfer portal? <laughs> oh, yeah. geez. Sorry, Nick. I didn't even see that you put that in the chat. Yeah, yeah. I had to run on and uh, talk to my guy, Andy, and uh, had to do some on three stuff. But I was trying to let you know. Just there was not there was not a time for me to pop in and let you know. Yeah, uh, no, I appreciate that. So Nick is back. He uh, entered the transfer portal, came back, knew that Just Stadium and Dale was, gave him the that. best opportunity for playing time. Just had to up the bag, baby. 
It's, it's all about the bag. It's not, yeah. I don't care if we play or we don't. I'll hold a clipboard. Already. <laughs> all right. Nick, any final thoughts before we head out of here? Um. Yeah, yeah. I was just, just talking to, like, JD and Andy a little bit. Um. I, I think Florida – I don't know how much we, we – if you've mentioned this, but, like, I think – I'm going to keep an eye on Austin Barber and Mike and Mazuka in terms of NFL draft. I don't think either of those mm-hmm. guys will one Barber can Mazuka can't listen, but like people are acting crazy about Kingsley going. To oh yeah. NFL we draft. forgot to and mention Kingsley. Kingsley is acting, acting crazy. Well, I'm just telling you, I think I don't do not be surprised if, or when Mike and Mazuka puts out an NFL draft uh, edit on the timeline this week. Don't be Man. surprised if I just scroll right by it. Okay. Well, hey, click my story for me. Just, just well, uh, I think he's a little bit story. of a letdown. I think he could come back. Like these guys, film. Just to speak about offensive line. These guys going pro. I get it. Kingsley been in in, in college football what five years now. But yeah. the film just ain't there, bro. Um, and then you get paid in college football these days. I don't know what Mike is gonna get drafted, but I know what his salary is right now. A little bit. And I don't know if he's gonna be making that if he gets go to the NFL right now. Like I think it'd be in his best. Uh, situation to come back and play another year, but like I said, offensive line, defensive line. What I saw this year, bro, I can't hold my breath by none of them. But the yeah, other oh, thing man. is, the other thing I mean, is, I think I said, five and seven. Let's let's remember that, right? Yeah, and people yeah. gonna lose their mind. Like outside of Chris McCleanly, no shot at him. But you talking about a guy that had what a sack or half a sack or something like that? It's like. Mm-hmm potentials there and like we, we remember who these guys are in recruiting but like those stars well, don't matter what i'm seeing on the field on sundays like on saturdays is just it's a lot to be desired bro we need to go get some killers bro i had three different writers within an hour who covered different teams hit me up about chris mcclellan last night within an hour of him hitting uh publish on his on his tweet um the issue I, I see, so I mentioned that on the offensive line, that's a ton of turnover if you lose those three guys. Even if you lose two of those three, there's going to be a, a ton of turnover on, on the offensive line. Like You're not shopping at Neiman Marcus in the transfer portal for offensive line. Um, like, you did, tamper did, them in. <laughs> did, did, any, did, any, did any Florida fans – I would see a bunch of offensive linemen in the transfer with the do not contact – that's what you that yeah. Means for. That means we did our job. I don't think Dan's tamped enough, Silk. You got you got to get your tampering on. Uh, Auburn is going to have a West Coast package that's going to be crazy here in a minute that nobody even talking about. But they're going to go grab three players off a West Coast team or off the West Coast, and it's going to cause a lot of shockwaves here in a little minute. You got to get your temper on. That's what it is. This team, if you don't, you're not cheating, you're not trying. So you, you're sitting back. Watching a five and seventeen trying to play by all the rules, you about to be, you know what I'm saying, um out of here. And I'm gonna have a hot board with Dan Lanning at the top. Man, Dan, I feel like Dan Lanning's gotta just be super safe. Hey, we said that about how many Oregon coaches. Nobody's safe in Oregon. Who's getting fired from or- at Oregon? Other than Mario. Nobody got fired, but Mario didn't get fired. Oh, oh, all that could yeah, be poached. Like, Willie, anybody's head coach at Oregon, it could be poached. They still Oregon, dog. They never won well, anything big. Well, here's here's the thing. So I think the college la- college football landscape has changed. You have to ask yourself. I think Andy Staples said this. You have to ask yourself. 
two questions. If I'm going to leave my job or if I have another job on the table, one, the first question now is, am I already a head coach in the Big Ten? What is that bubble? If I, am I already a head coach uh, in the big? Do that? Like, what kind of oh, hey, I know why. You have to click the green button for the FaceTime thing. You have to turn off things. Anyway, mm. I'll, uh, yeah. Uh, Game a digital thumbs up. Ooh. That was crazy. Ooh. I felt like a Disney um, Pixar flip. Are you are you a head coach already in the Big Ten or the SEC? Yes, he is. Is your job going to give you better resources um, and uh, better budget and opportunity to win? Like Oregon, Oregon's got an unlimited bag, just an endless bag. All those coaches had that same bag, and they got out of there. They were playing in the Pac-12. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's different now. They're next year. They are in the Big Ten. They're playing. I don't know why different- the Pac-12. Like here's my argument to that. Like going leaving Pac-12 was less resistance to get to a natty. So mm-hmm. going to a tougher conference, I don't think changes that. I think landing if he comes back out this way is because you know he get to play against the big dogs, bro. It's still Kirby's still at Georgia. You know Nick Saban's still at Bama. Like coming out here is the league where you come prove yourself for the big dogs. Uh, and I think if Lanny's in that spot, I don't think Oregon money's gonna keep him. Even from a recruiting standpoint, you you in a hotbed, man. Like it's just it's the University of Florida, and that's Oregon. Like wait, you're talking about Dan Lanny coming to Florida? I'm just uh, yeah talking about my only, hot board next year. I was only gone for like three, four, four minutes. What, I just you, did this yeah. on the show. I said if they don't fix this 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 winter you missed it but they don't fix it this winter and figure out yeah. things this winter we're gonna have hot boys next october that is there a is. number is there a number of wins you think that has to be attained a winning season 500 don't work for me so seven to five seven to five is good enough yeah with lagway i think that'd be good enough you want to see some potential in him being your next guy you know at some point he's got to be able to show some potential and and, and promise for the future but yeah i think that's where you go with it if we start struggling next year uh, early in the season, you drop that one to Miami. This is all ifs, but you start drop that one to Miami. You may start to look to when do you mm-hmm. bring Lagway in just to start selling to the fan base and good PR on keeping your job. You already burned the OC card. You already burned the DC card. Your next card is selling the future of Lagway if a struggle happens. Yeah. Well, we have a, a whole story. off season to talk about that. So, oh no, I'm not going to talk about that. All. I'm allow off season. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bunch of different things will happen between now and the next show. If breaking news happens, we'll try to do some pop ups. We'll try to get all three of us. It might be one of us, might be two of us. We'll do our best to get you guys as much breaking news as we can. We try not to be just the breaking news podcast. Uh, there's other lanes and other vessels to uh, to go consume that content. We want to be able to digest it a little bit more. Uh, Chris Sorley said, if UF loses to my Miami, Napier is gone. Certainly could be uh, an impetus to uh, to begin that. Um, You're talking about – But we'll uh, break down uh, Florida's schedule a little bit more. I know there's a lot of big names on there, a lot of changes to a lot of those teams as well. So we will see um, – but with that, let's end our show. Uh, we'll do a song of the week here. Um, let's do Griffin just for a moment. Uh, that's a good little fun sing-along. Um, so, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll see you guys same corner, same time next week. Appreciate you guys watching. Before you leave, hit the like button, hit subscribe, share with a friend, and we will see you guys next week. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.